Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. It is Wednesday, April 26th. 2017. For the next hour, I'm going to bring you the latest celebrity news on Madonna, Chris Souls, Steve Harvey, Derek Jeter, Jonathan Demi, Beyonce, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Jason Derulo, and I love the fact that music connects to people all over the country, but unfortunately, so does something else, childhood hunger. 15 million children struggle with hunger in America. However, the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks is able to help provide over 3 billion meals to children and families in need all across the country. Join me in the fight against hunger at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Britney Spears. I've had the pleasure of singing all over this great nation, but today I'm lending my voice to the 15 million kids in America struggling with hunger. Every year, billions of pounds of excess food go to waste, while one in five children may be left without enough food for a meal. But it doesn't have to be this way. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks helps to get food to families in need. Visit feedingamerica.org to learn how you can help. Together we can solve hunger. Together we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Just tuning in, you are listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. Every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to make sure you follow us every week, follow, press the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, Give me, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Also, like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com forward slash that's entertainment dot radio follow us on twitter at that's entertain one that's t-h-a-t-s entertain and the number one you can also follow me on twitter at stiletto 14 stiletto like the shoe s-t-i-l-e-t-t-o and the number 14 and most importantly follow me on instagram just type in t jones gibbs that's t-j-o-n-e-s G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a rainy 59 degrees. Before I get started with the first story of the day, I'd like to give a shout-out to everyone that's currently listening to the show on the phone line, on the computer, on Facebook, you name it. Thank you for joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. Uh, we just celebrate our seven-year mark here on BTR, so I'd like to thank everybody who's been tuning in from the very beginning, and thanks to your support 
we're still here. So I'm forever grateful for you guys for tuning in and supporting the show. This week we're going to be talking about uh, Madonna. There's a new biopic that's coming out, and she's not too happy about it. In other words, she's not singing the praises of this movie. Uh, the film is called Blonde Ambition, and uh, th- there was talks about the, the biopic for weeks, uh, like a couple of weeks ago they started talking about this. So now Madonna has come forward, and she has given her opinion about it, and I'll tell you what it is. Uh, Steve Harvey is getting ready to debut a new daytime talk show. As I told you last year, about early last year, or late last year, uh, his contract with um, with the Steve Harvey show is up. Um, he's getting ready to uh, leave that show and move from Chicago to Los Angeles. I'll give you the details. Derek Jeter might is coming closer to owning a major league baseball team, and I'll tell you what that is. And also, um, Oscar-winning director Jonathan Demme, he passed away this morning. He was 73 years old. He died of uh, cancer complication. Um, He's best known for such movies as Silence of the Lamb, Philadelphia. He just recently um, directed the 2015 movie Ricky and the Flash, which starred Meryl Streep. So, yeah, we lost a a great director this morning. Also, uh, Beyonce is doing something uh, for college women. Uh, She's doing, like, a a scholarship for women who are majoring, like, in the arts and uh, literature. She's offering, she's launching a scholarship program. And if you're a college student and a woman, you might be interested in applying for this. So without further ado, let's get started. That's just some of that's just the tip of the iceberg. So let's get started with the most talked about stories of the week. Hit it. All right. <laughs> All right, hit it. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's live radio for you. All right, let's get started. Uh, as I was telling you, a new Madonna biopic is officially on the way, but the queen of pop doesn't seem to be singing its praises. A film called Blonde Ambition, centering on the singer's life and early career during the start of the 1980s, has been picked up by Universal, and they said that the reports uh did not state whether Madonna was involved in any capacity, but she appeared to condemn the biopic being created with a cryptic Instagram post that she posted yesterday after the news surfaced. Uh, She said, quote, Nobody knows what I know and what I have seen. Only I can tell my story. Anyone else who tries is a charlatan and a fool. Looking for instant gratification without doing the work, this is a disease in our society, unquote. Now, a representative for Madonna did not comment on the statement, but the script, which was written by Elise Holander, she landed the top spot on last year's annual Blacklist, which compiles the screenplays that are yet to be reproduced for well-liked by members of the industry. Now, Madonna is 58, and she's the latest star to become the subject of a biopic following Britney Spears, Nina Simone, Whitney Houston, and Aaliyah in recent years. It has not been announced who will play Madonna in the movie. 
and Steve Harvey new daytime talk show will be titled Just Steve, and it premieres this fall on NBC's own station and other leading station groups under his re-up with NBC, Universal, and IMG. Harvey sought a new deal that would give him a sizable ownership stake and control over the production of his show. The new Steve, Inc. with NBC, Universal, and, and IMG will premiere September 5th on NBC's own station and other leading station group in 95% of the U.S. Now, Steve Harvey, the current show that he has is taped in Chicago, but his new show, which is simply called Steve, that will be taped on a new set at the Universal Lot in Los Angeles. Now, Harvey is also the host of ABC Celebrity Family Feud, NBC Little Big Shots, and Fox Upcoming Showtime at the Apollo, as well as syndicated game show Family Feud and the radio program Steve Harvey Morning Show. So uh, correct, congratulations to Steve Harvey. I mean, he's one of the hardest-working men in show business. And uh, he also said that one of the reasons for the new show and the new city is because he wanted to explore everything about Los Angeles. He said that the new location will allow him to welcome more celebrity guests and, more importantly, let him do what he enjoys doing best, and that's to be funny. So congratulations, Steve. And Derek Jeter had just inched closer to his ultimate post-retirement dream, get this, of owning a major league baseball team. The former New York Yankee star and former Florida governor, get this, Jeb Bush, led a group who just won an auction for the Miami Marlins, currently owned by Jeffrey Loria. The agreement in principle is for $1.3 billion, and this is according to the Miami Herald. Current owner Jeffrey Loria purchased the Marlins for $158 million in 2002, but the group, which reportedly has more than five investors with Bush as the control person, still need at least 75% of MLB owners to approve the decision for it to become official. Other bidders include Salomir Capital co-founder Tag Romney, a group that includes Hall of Famer Tom Glavin, and uh, Quag Capital LLC founder Wayne Rothbaum. Oscar winner director Jonathan Demme, best known for helming 1991's The Silent of the Lamb and Denzel Washington Tom Hanks' film Philadelphia, has died of cancer complications. His uh, publicist revealed today uh, he was only 73. Following The Silence of the Lamb, only the third film in history to win Academy Awards in all the top five categories, including Best Picture, Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Director, and Best Adapted Screenplay. Demi used his clout to make Philadelphia one of his first major studio films to tackle the AIDS crisis and the movie that won Hank his first Oscar for playing a gay lawyer. The director most recently made 2015's Ricky and the Flash, starring Meryl Streep as an Asian rocker who must return home to Indiana due to a family crisis. The film disappointed at the box office and reviews were mute. Debbie also directed Beloved, the 1998 adaptation or adaptation of Toni Morrison award-winning book starring Oprah Winfrey. In 2004, he directed Denzel Washington again in the remake of The Manchurian Candidate. And making the one-year anniversary of her Lemonade album being released, Beyonce has announced the launch of a scholarship program that similarly seeks to embody and empower young women. Uh, this was I think she uh, put this out here yesterday morning, Tuesday morning. 
She introduced her new Formation Scholar Awards. It's described as a, uh, like a college scholarship, and it's meant to encourage and support young women who are unafraid to think outside the box and are bold, creative, conscious, and confident. The awards are specifically geared towards students studying either creative arts, music, literature, or African American studies. There will be one recipient, either an upcoming an incoming or a current undergraduate or graduate student at each of the four participating institutions, Boston Berkeley College of Music, Howard University in Washington, D.C., Parsons School of Design right here in New York City, and Atlanta Spelman College. Two of the schools, Howard and Spelman, are historically black institutions. The other two are geared towards students pursuing creative careers. The award will cover the 2017-2018 school year. No word in today's announcement on the amount of money tied to each scholarship. Right now we have here uh, 15 minutes after the hour. If you are just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about the show and you are a registered listener here on BTR, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder when I go on live. If you can't tune in every week and you can't tune into the show live, you can always Go back to the archives here on, right here on Block Talk Radio. You can also check us out. We're uh, currently on iTunes. You can listen to the show for free on iTunes. And also, I also after every show, I post the show, the archive show on the Facebook page as well. So uh, check us out if you can't tune in every week, or if you can only listen to partial the sh- partial part of the show. Don't fret, because you can always go back to the archives and catch us up, on uh, again, on iTunes. And also, don't forget, you can also check us out on Stitcher.com. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R.com. It's a website with over 75, and it's probably over 80-plus thousand radio shows and podcasts by now. And you can type in That's Entertainment Online Radio in the search box, and you can also listen to the archives from that website as well. A man related to the victim family is coming to Chris Soule's defense, saying that the deadly car crash the former bachelor was allegedly responsible for early Tuesday morning was nothing more than a huge mistake. The 35-year-old was arrested at 1.16 a.m. on Tuesday after the fatal incident, which occurred about 15 miles south of Soule's hometown of Arlington, Iowa. Now, according to KWWL.com, a pickup truck and a tractor were involved in the crash with both vehicles going southbound. Officer says sole truck collided into the rear of the tractor, sending both vehicles into roadside ditches. The victim was Kenneth Mosher, 66, of Aurora. Now, according to uh, Beck, uh, Buckingham uh, County Sheriff's Office, uh, Sol was temporarily in custody and was charged with allegedly leaving the scene of a fatal car accident that left one individual dead. Soul was not charged with driving under the influence. However, court documents obtained by people confirmed that Souls was allegedly in possession of alcoholic beverages and containers. Now, a rep for Soul did not respond to uh, People Magazine request for comment on the specific allegations. Now, additionally, according to a video of Soul in court, the reality star was allegedly unwilling to cooperate with police, forcing them to procure a warrant to secure his cooperation with the investigation. 
Hours after his arrest, the Buckingham County Sheriff's Office confirmed that Souls was released after he posted a $10,000 bond for bail. Uh, I don't know if you guys watched The Bachelor, uh, ABC's Bachelor. Uh, Chris Soule was a cont- uh, actually he was on that show. Uh, we saw him get engaged, and then he broke up in his engagement, and now um, he's in trouble. Now, there's been numerous reports saying that he had left the scene. Again, they were saying that he was so upset that he just left the scene, allegedly left the scene, drove home, didn't want to come out the house. But according to the victim's family, they said that was not the case. Um, I also heard, allegedly, that this is not the first time Chris uh, was caught kind of driving under influence. They said a couple of years ago he was arrested or was caught driving under the influence, allegedly. So it's not looking good, especially if this is not the first attempt that he got caught while driving while intoxicated. Newly engaged West Wing alum Dule Hill has signed on to do the, to do the season seven. Well, he's part of the season seven cast of the USA drama series Suit for a season long long arc. Uh, this is according to Deadline. He will play uh, Alex William, a longtime friend of Harvey, which was is played by Gabrielle uh, Matt, and he's uh, also going to be the current senior partner at the rival law firm. Bratton Gould, where he maintains an inviolable roster of clients. Now, season seven premieres on July 12th with uh, Mike, who plays by Patrick J. Adams, and Harvey back together at Pearson Spectre Lit, each dealing with their own struggles as they adjust to a new world order without Jessica, played by the exiting Gina Torres, who is currently on ABC's The Catch. The role marks a return to USA Network for Hill following his eight-season run on Psych. He also set to hit the big screen this Friday, April 28th, in the new film, Slate. Off-screen, Hill just got engaged to his actress girlfriend, Jasmine Simmons. Uh, as previously reported, the actress proposed in an elaborate Good Friday setup that he captured on Instagram. So congratulations to Dule Hill and uh, his girlfriend, Jasmine Simmons. I think Jasmine, she's also an actress, and you can catch her on uh, the Showtime original show, uh I think that's called, um, it's the one with the Dwayne The Rock Johnson, you know, with the, with a, he's like a, he plays like a sports agent. She's currently on that show. Um, I'll think of the, I'll give you the name at the end of the show. Uh, the NBA is getting ready to, well, it's appealing to, they're trying to appeal to more of a younger demographic. And the reason why they're trying to do this is because it's for their inaugural award show. They announced this on Tuesday, and they're going to have platinum-selling rapper Drake to serve as host. The Toronto native will emcee the NBA Awards on June 26th right here in New York City, where the NBA's six biggest awards will be announced and televised on TNT. The NBA never held an award show, but the Players' Union attempt to produce their own in 2015 it never gained any traction. The NBA show is benefiting from a marketing push from TNT and a Grammy-winning host. The major awards announced on June 26th, which are voted on by the media, include MVP, Rookie of the Year, Coach of the Year, Sixth Man of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, and the Most Improved Player. And I don't know, a couple of you, if you guys have seen, uh, Drake was also the host 
of the uh, ESPYS awards a couple of years ago, and he did such a great job. He it, he was funny. He did some skits. He did such a fantastic job. So I know he's going to do just as well for the first annual NBA awards. Don't forget that's on TNT on June 26th. Uh, right here in New York City. Jeff Goldblum will return to the world of dinosaurs, and I was like, thank God. Goldblum will also, he's going to be, you know, he remember he started in the, the first original Jurassic Park in 1993 and 1997, the Lost World Jurassic Park, and he's getting ready to make an appearance in Jurassic World 2. The actor, therefore, will join Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard, Justice Smith, James Cromwell, B.D. Wong, and Toby Jones in the second installment of the Jurassic World movie series. The first Jurassic World movie became a blockbuster back in 2015. The science fiction adventure film based on Michael Crenton's novel earned $1.6 billion at the global box office. Jurassic Park and the Lost World, meanwhile, also became blockbusters by earning $1 billion and $618 million, respectively. Goldman will see, next be seen in Marvel's Thor, the Rock, uh, Ragnar, uh, Ragnarok, uh, Ragnarok, I hope I pronounced that right. His other movie credits include Independence Day, Resurgence, and Wes Anderson's The Grand Budapest Hotel. He will reunite with Anderson in the upcoming animated movie, Isles of Dogs. Uh, remember, uh, Jeff Goldblum got his star, uh, he became, he, he got placed on the map when he started in The Fly. Remember that movie starring Gina Davis? He was The Fly, they had did the remake. And I tell you, I still to this day, I still can't get out the image, you know, the the special effects, the 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 makeup, the to create, the transform him into that fly, you know. Still to this day, you know, I still can't get over the the graphics and the art, the makeup to transform him into this fly it was so realistic. But um. I'm so glad he's going to be returning because you know he just he he just makes that movie just like uh, Independence Day. Remember he came back for the other installment as well. He 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 stole the role. He stole the show in that movie as well, along with Will Smith. Unfortunately, Will Smith didn't come back for the role, but uh, it's glad to see him uh, do, getting more work out here. And only a few days after 20th Century Fox mapped out its potential blockbusters, Disney followed suit. Uh, the Mouse House book release date for a batch of its major movies like Star Wars Episode Nine, the fifth installment of Indiana Jones, and Frozen 2. Episode Nine is scheduled to come out stateside on Memorial Day weekend on May 24, 2019. Colin Trevorrow's Jurassic World is tapped as director, and Carrie Fisher was originally expected to appear in the film, but her role was pulled due to her passing last year. The Indiana Jones 5 is set for July 10, 2020. It's pushed back a year after previously scheduled for a July 2019 release. The original actor Harrison Ford and director Steven Spielberg are attached to return to the new adventure of the famous swashbuckling archaeologist. Meanwhile, the Frozen sequel is going to make its way out across the country on November 27, 2019. The slot is still quite empty, but Justice League 2 has staked its claim on the first day of the month. On top of that, Disney set Ralph Break the Internet for November 21, 2018. And the upcoming new take on The Lion King is due to come out in 2019. Get, you're never going to guess who they're going to be adding for this new version. 
According to the rap, they have Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner. They are in talks to play the beloved Warhol, Puba, and his street Mercat pal, uh, Timon, uh, in the live-action movie. Puba and Timon are famous for their phrase, Hakuna Matata in the original adaptation, and it was swa- it's it's like a Swahili uh, phrase that translates to no worries. The characters were originated by Nathan Lane, and they got their own animated TV series on Disney. The remake is scheduled by the Mouse House to make it out across the United States on July 19, 2019. Donald Glover is tapped for the lead role of Simba, and James Earl Jones will play his father, Musafa. And 20th Century Fox and Lightstorm Entertainment has announced the release date of all four Avatar sequels. The official Facebook page for the movie shared a photo of James Cameron and his cast and crew. The journey continues. Uh, they said that the uh, the next one's going to be released December 18, 2020, December 17, 2021, December 20, 2024, and December 19, 2025. Cast members Sam Worthington, Zoe Saldana, Stephen Lang and Sigourney Reaver are set to reprise their roles, respectively. Wow. And uh, Margot Robbie may be a member of British royal family in the upcoming Mary Queen of Scots. The Suicide Squad actress is in talk to play Queen Elizabeth in the focal feature and working title project. Based on the true story movie, uh, it's going to follow Mary's attempt to seize the throne of her cousin Elizabeth I. Now, she was later forced to leave Scotland and eventually got imprisoned in England where she was executed for plotting the assassination on Elizabeth. Robbie, who is best known for her portrayal as Harley Quinn in DC's movie Suicide Squad, will seemingly have a busy year ahead. The Australian-born star will prize her role as the the pigtail uh, anti-heroine in the upcoming Suicide Squad spinoff called Gotham City Sirens. Last month, the 26-year-old actress was tapped to portray May Marion in Marion, a movie based on Robin Hood folklore. She will also star in Goodbye Christopher Robin as the wife of author A.A. Mine. And she's getting ready to portray Tanya Harding in the biopic I, Tanya. Robbie's other upcoming movies include Terminal and the live-action CGI hybrid film Peter Rabbit. Wow. Uh, right now we have here 26 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where I broadcast every live here in New York City. Every week I give you the latest entertainment news and pop culture. And uh, if you want to make sure you tune in every week, make sure you cl- uh, click on the follow-up button on top of the show page if you are a registered listener here on Block Talk Radio. Before I continue on, I just wanted to let you guys know, uh, in two weeks, on May 10th, I'm going to have a special singer on the show. My special guest is going to be singer Ellie Sufi. She was uh, known, uh, she first appeared on the music scene in uh, X Factor USA. She was in a group called Euphoria. Now that she's much older and she's branching on her own, she currently has uh, music on SoundCloud. She has a YouTube page. Uh, She's getting ready to come out with some new music. And she's uh, also wanted to talk about um, how she's trying to change 
keep her perceptions because she's uh, she was born in Lebanon, and uh, when she came to this country, you know, she, she before she came, she was uh, fascinated with all kinds of genre of music, and she has such a beautiful voice. If you want to check her out before the interview, her name is Ellie Sufi. That's uh, Ellie E L L I E S O U F I, but it's pronounced Sufi. Uh, she's going to be my special guest on Wednesday, May 10th, right here on Block Talk Radio, so check it out. That's at 1 p.m. here on BTR. And as we get closer to the date, I will give you, I'll tweet out and Instagram the information as we become closer. Also, don't forget, um, there's a new website. If you're looking for some nice T-shirt, quality T-shirt, well, I uh, check out uh, 500 Carat Urban Wear. It's a website where can you can buy quality T-shirts ranging from $22 to $35. They have uh, long sleeve crop tank tops, uh, shirts from different colors. It's the, called the 500 Carat Clothing Brand. And uh, if you want to check it out, go to the website www.500carat.com and uh, with each purchase, if you uh, if you purchase forty dollars or more, you get a ten dollars off on your order. Uh, it's a new clothing line, and just use the code five hundred debut. And uh, it's uh, the the clothing brand uh, model is rich in the moment, and it happened to be my nephew. So uh, let's support the young entrepreneurs. And again, check out 500 Carat Clothing Brand or just go to 500carat.com. That's 500carat.com. Make your purchase. Again, good quality T-shirts. It's T-shirt weather anyway um, from different colors, different shapes, long sleeve, short sleeve, crop tops, you name it. If you uh Use the code 500 debut. You get $10 off on any order of $40 or more. All right, uh, coming up in the uh, next half hour, um, I'm going to be talking about. There's going to be. Uh, well, you know the actor Louis C.K. Well, he just received top honors at the 76th Annual Peabody Award, which was announced last Thursday, along with other Peabody Awards with our girl Beyonce Knowles, HBO Veep was one of the honorees, so I'll tell you more about that. Also, uh, you, you know the sexy teenage demon hunter show called Shadow Hunters? Well, they just got picked up for season three, and it's going to air in 2018, but the second season haven't even aired yet. I'll tell you more about that. And uh, it was inevitable. We were talking about this last week, the firing of Bill O'Reilly. Everybody is praising. Everybody said about time. It was long overdue. Well, you know, just because he got fired, he hadn't stopped Bill O'Reilly. He got a new po- he got a podcast. And uh, Fox, he got a $25 million severance pay. So I'll tell you about that. And uh, our good friend from over the pond, Elton John, well, he was forced to cancel a whole entire show because he got infected by some rare bacteria when he was touring in South America. All those stories and more coming up in the next half hour, so don't go anywhere. Thank you. 
tune in to that entertainment. The number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with the host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. We have 22 minutes left remaining in the show. That was new music from Mary J. Bly and You and Me Love Lessons from her new album, Strength of a Woman. Uh, before we went to the music break, I was giving you the latest on uh, the the new uh, war show that that's coming out. Um, you know, they said that uh, Louis C.K., um, you know, he was just recently a guest on uh, SNL. Um, he just received the top honor at the 76th Annual Peabody Award, which was announced on Thursday, April 20th. Now, Louis' show, Horace and Pete, and Better Things were among this year's entertainment honorees given by the University of Georgia Grady College of Journalism and Mass Media. Another Peabody winner was Beyonce for her visual album, Lemonade, and competing against the 60 previous announced finalists, FX Comedy Atlanta, they nabbed the trophy. HBO Veep, meanwhile, caught the jury heart with its uh, perfect cast ensemble. The last two honorees were BBC's Happy Valley and Britain's Channel 4 and Hulu's National Treasure. Meanwhile, winners in news, radio, podcast, children programming, education, and public service will be announced later. Uh, I think it, actually they did announce it actually yesterday. Uh, Peabody Award winners and finalists will be celebrated at a gala event on May 20th right here in New York City. The event will be recorded for a television special to air on June 2nd at 9 p.m. on both PBS and Fusion Networks. Rashida Jones, a previous Peabody winner for Park and Recreation, has been tapped to serve as host. And... uh, the you know the it's it the the Hollywood writers are getting ready to sadly getting ready to go close to a strike uh, on Monday April 24th leader of the Writers Guild of America East and the Writers Guild of America West announced that more than 96 of the voting members voted yes for a strike. About 68% of the WGA members voted online over the weekend. The results of the votes were announced a day before contract negotiation with the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers resumed, which represent the makers of films and TV series. The the current three-year contract between the two sides expires at midnight on May 1st. Now, the Guild is asking for raises and minimum and script fees in an effort to offset changes in the nature of TV series production that have hit writers' earnings. As networks are ordering less episodes, writers are paid less compared to a few years ago. Now, at the same time, staff writers are only allowed to work for one series at once, taking them off the market for up to a year. The Guild also seeks an increase in employee contribution to the Guild's health fund, which has begun to run uh, steep deficits. Insiders appear optimistic that a new deal can be reached within the next six days, but if there's, there's not a deal, then a work stoppage could start as early as May 2nd. A strike would first affect late-night talk shows, which really, they're the ones that rely on daily writing. So we're talking about Steve Colbert, Jimmy Fallon, Seth Meyers, all of those guys, uh, you know, they, they're going to be the ones that are going to be affected the most. Uh, in 2007, the writer's strike back then 
lasted 100 days, costing, get this, costing the economy of Los Angeles an estimated $1.5 billion. Wow. And it seems that NBC has decided to cancel one of its freshman shows, Powerless. The show has been removed from its Thursday night lineup. The remaining episodes are replaced by extra episodes of Superstore. The series also disappears from the Peacock website. The comedy series about ordinary people living within the world of the DC universe has been struggling since its February 2nd debut. It's led by actress Vanessa Hutchins as a research director at Bruce Wayne's security company that protects average citizens from the superhero battle. I watched it a couple of times and I knew it was in trouble because it it really wasn't that funny and I didn't understand the concept of the show, but you know, I think Vanessa should just stick to her, her movie roles. You know, until you know, and, and that's been coming becoming a trend now that more actors who are currently more known for movie roles are making their way to television. You know, so that I guess that just wasn't the right one for Vanessa. And the sexy teenage demon hunters on Shadowhunters. They're not going anywhere. Uh, Freeform has just announced that the series adaptation of The Mortal Instrument by Cassandra Clare has been picked up for Season 3 to air in 2018. Announced via Facebook live chat, the 20-episode new season renewal comes ahead of the second half of Shadowhunters' second season run later in June. The series follows uh, Clary Frey, a young woman who learned that she's half-angel demon hunter shortly after she turned 18. Uh, it also stars on the series. Uh, all uh, the other cast members are Dominic Sherwood, Isabel Lightwood, uh, Isaiah Mustafa, and Harry Shum Jr. Shadowhunters return with new episodes starting on Monday, June 5th at 8 p.m. on Freeform. And fans of America's Next Top Models, they're on cloud nine right now because Tyra Banks just announced her return to the show as a host. Recently, the supermodel host revealed as to why she decided to come back to the long-running show after exiting the popular modeling competition last year. She figured out that to avoid the show from being axed, the only solution was having her back as a host. Now, Tyra decided to quit the show when the series moved to VH1 last year, ending a long run at the CW and WB. And now Tyra is set to return for America's Next Top Model upcoming season, taking over the hosting duties from Rita Ora. And uh, during its upfront presentation in New York, Freeform announced on Wednesday, April 19, that LifeSide 2 is in production and it's set to air next year on the network. Now, this is the sequel. We're talking about Tyra Banks. This was a sequel in 2000 and under the same name that starred Tyra Banks as a doll that came to life named Eve. Now, when she was gracing the red carpet for the event, uh, Tyra revealed that her second film would look like 17 years after the first film. Now, when asked if co-star Lindsay Lohan, who played Eve's little girl's best friend, Cassie, in the first flick, would she reprise her role, Tyra responded that she would love for Lindsay to come back to do something. No additional cast members have been announced by far, as Tyra opened up that they hadn't found the actress to play the young person that would be the owner of Eve in the second film. 
Life Side 2 is set to uh, start production in December of 2018, uh, I guess start to premiere on December uh, 2018 on Freeform as a part of the network's popular 25 Days of Christmas programming month. And Fox News <laughs> officially fired Bill O'Reilly following a series of sexual harassment accusations against him. The company said in a statement on Wednesday, April 19, that after a thorough and careful review of the allegations, the company and Bill O'Reilly have agreed that Bill O'Reilly will not be returning to the Fox News channel. O'Reilly has been on vacation was last seen on the O'Reilly Factor on Tuesday, April 11, during when he announced his two-week hiatus. The show had lost numerous advertisers after news about Fox News paying out more than $13 million to settle five separate sexual harassment lawsuits against him broke. O'Reilly reportedly received a hefty cash to settle his contract, about $13 million. Uh, the uh, Tucker Carlson, who currently anchors the 9 p.m. slot, has reportedly been tapped to take over for O'Reilly for the 8 p.m. slot. Meanwhile, many celebrities took to Twitter to react to O'Reilly's firing. Uh, Deborah Messing, she uh, wrote, quote, a win for women and the men who respect them. Mia Farrow added that, quote, Fox firing Bill O'Reilly is huge and hopefully sends an effective signal to all guys, however powerful, who harass and maul women, unquote. And you know, funny Billy Eichner, he tweeted, <laughs> this is what he tweeted. He said, goodbye, O'Reilly Factor. What a terrible day to be a horrible, old, racist, white person. And uh, he said in another post, he said, I'm certainly a narcissistic actor who love attention, but I take no joy in Bill O'Reilly. He's a disgusting pig, and Fox News is still garbage, unquote. Cher and Yvette Nicole Brown, meanwhile, they expressed their disappointment that President Donald Trump got away with similar scandal. This is what uh, Cher wrote. She said, quote, three famous old men, Roger Ailes, Bill O'Reilly, and Donald Trump, have sexually harassed women for years, two got fired, and one was elected president. Yeah, I know, Cher. <laughs> Right now we have 12 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day. Don't go anywhere. Controller, controller, yeah, like controller, controller, 
And I'm never on a wasting charlie I do it how you say you want it Them girls, they just wanna take my money They don't want me to give you nothing They don't want you to have nothing They don't wanna see me find your loving They don't wanna see me Smiling back when they pre-knowing I lie for you Thinking I die for you Jodeci cry for you Do things when you want me to like controller, controller, yeah. Like controller, controller. Yeah. Tell us your off me garments, and I'm all be coming out me apartment. Ooh, the girl them on the length and breadth. Action, speak louder than argument. Well, but you can't just sit and come tell my story. You can't listen to me talk and go tell my story nah. It don't work like that when you love somebody My old flex is my new flex now and we're working on it Yeah And that's why I need all the energy that you bring to me My last girl would tear me apart but she never want to split a thing with me But when it comes to you, you I think I lie for you, I think I die for you, do things when you want me to, like controller, controller, yeah, like controller, controller, yeah, and I'm never on a wasting shawty, I do it how you say you want it, them girls they just wanna take my money, they don't want me to get they don't want you to have nothing They don't want to see me find your love They don't want to see me Smiling back when they breathe That was the latest from Drake no, and, no, and, no, and Controller. No, no, no. Uh, right now we have here eight minutes left remaining, left in the show. For the last remaining stories of the week, uh, fresh off his amazing headlining set at Coachella last weekend, Kendrick Lamar has now announced a tour called the Damn Tour in support of his latest album, Damn. The 29-year-old took to social media on Monday morning, April 24th, to reveal the official tour poster, dates, and supporting acts, which include fellow rapper Travis Scott and Dram, D-R-A-M. The 17-day trek will kick off on July 12th in Phoenix, Arizona, and wrap up on April, I'm sorry, on August 6th with a hometown gig in Los Angeles. Pre-sale tickets are available for purchase um, till through April 27th. For American Express car members, while the general public sale begins on April 28th, since the release of April 14th, Dam has gained massive success. It debuted at number one on Billboard 200 chart with all its 14 tracks entering Billboard's Hot 100. Dam marks Lamar's third number one album following 2016 Untitled Unmastered and 2015 To Pimp a Butterfly. 
Elton John was forced to cancel his entire million-dollar piano show in Las Vegas for April and May after he was infected by a harmful and rare bacteria during his tour in South America. After spending two nights in extensive care followed by an extended stay in the hospital, Elton was released from the hospital on Saturday, April 22nd, and now comfortably resting at home per doctor's advice. There's still no confirmation whether the show would be rescheduled or not, but Elton and his team have apologized for the inconvenience. The Rocket Man hitmaker is expected to be fully recovered and return to the stage in Twinkleham, England, on June 3rd. And Little Wayne taught a harsh lesson to his fans during his performance in Garden City, Idaho, last Sunday, April 23rd. He abruptly ended the show and stormed off stage soon after a concert goer threw a drink at him when he was performing a Millie. The young money founder looked unfazed as the crowd booed him. Instead, he called his goon squads to find the culprit. He then ended the show telling the disappointed crowd that whoever had thrown a drink at him had ruined their night. He also managed to express his anger by slamming his microphone and uh, he pointed a middle finger at the crowd. And although fans chanted his name repeatedly, the veteran rapper didn't come back to the stage. The concert was part of Weezy's Closer to You tour, which visits only a small number of cities with smaller venues to create more intimate experience for his fans. Although it's unclear about what happened next that night or whether the culprit had been found, the recent ordeal has seemed to upset Wayne very much. And here is surprising news here. Ed Sharon, get this, is reportedly going to quit music to live a normal life. Although he loved music deeply, the English singer may step out of the spotlight for an indefinite period of time once he settled down and start a family. A source close to Ed told the Daily Star that Ed had pretty much achieved everything there is to achieve in music. He absolutely loved what he does and is riding the wave of his success at the moment. But at the same time, he wants a more normal life. The 26-year-old singer will hit the road for the next six months on his tour. The source believed that Ed is going to marry his girlfriend, Sherry Seaborn, and that the next six months are going to be a crucial time for their relationship. And Jay-Z reportedly renewed a deal with Live Nation. The Empire State of Mind Raptor signed a $150 million uh, 10-year, 360 deal with the live event company back in 2008 to cover his next three albums, publishings, and other assets, and the formation of Rock Nation. While terms of the new deal was not disclosed, the new agreement does not appear to be an extension of the current 360 arrangement and instead mostly covers Jay-Z's touring business. While Source told Paysick that Jay-Z would be shopping Live Nation State and Rock Nation to Universal Music Group, another insider tell Billboard that any speculation that UMG would buy into Rock Nation was unfounded. Representatives for Jay-Z and Universal Music Group have in comment. And will Jaden Smith be a K-pop star? Well, that's what the son of Will Smith hinted on his recent tweet. The 18-year-old actor rapper took to Twitter on Thursday, April 20, to announce that he would release a K-pop single in 2017. It is no secret that Jaden is a big K-pop fan. He has been hinting at the interest in the music industry on Twitter since last year after he met K-pop artist Jay Dragon in Paris. He then declared that the member of Big Bang was his inspiration and that making K-pop music was in, in his 2017 agenda. 
Jaden is no stranger to music. He had released several EPs, such as The Cool Tape, Volume 1 in 2012, The Cool Tape, Volume 2 in 2014, and This Is The Album in 2015. The After Earth actor has recently released a music video for a track titled Sire off his upcoming album. He is currently filming movie Life in a Year with Cara Delevingne. And it hasn't been a, a week since Harry Styles made his debut television performance as a solo artist on Saturday Night Live by performing two songs off his upcoming album, Sign of the Time, and Ever Since New York. And the British Hearthstone has now made other headlines. He has been accused, get this, of plagiarizing a guitar riff of Baby Blue, a song by 70 rock band Bad Finger on Ever Since New York. Fans of the rock band have since blasted the One, Directors, uh, One Direction star on social media. And since he started working on his solo album, Harry has hinted that the album would have 80s rock ballad vibes. Sign the Times and Ever Since New York undoubtedly have the vibes. However, there's still no confirmation whether the tracks, especially Ever Since New York, was inspired by certain classic songs. Prior to this, Ever Since New York also gained much attention from fans as they wondered if the songs were inspired by Harry's past relationship with ex-girlfriend Taylor Swift. And Prince's new album, Deliverance, is facing legal challenges just hours after the title track was released. Sound engineer George Ian Boxer, who released the lead single, is hit with a lawsuit for control of the Deliverance track. Rumor has it that Paisley Park and Prince Estate have filed a federal lawsuit against George, who is holding unpublished Prince tracks and threatened to release them. The lawsuit estimated that the value of the recording at more than $75,000. Now, according to the suit, George is now trying to exploit one or more songs for, the, for his personal gain at the expense of Prince Estate. The sound engineer is reported to refuse to return the track, which Prince Estate managed by Comerica uh, Bank and Trust and Paisley Park Enterprises, where they are is rightfully theirs, and it violates a contract that George made with Prince. The lawsuit was initially filed in district court on Friday, but it was refiled in federal court on Tuesday, April 18th. So according to this suit, they're asking George to return any and all masters, copies, and reproductions from Prince recording and refrain from using anything he obtained with his session with the late singer. The lawsuit sought civil liability for theft. Before I get ready to go off the air, I just want to give you a reminder to make sure you uh, tune in in the next two weeks where my special guest will be singer Ellie Sufi. Uh, Join us May 10th at 1 p.m. Eastern. And also, don't forget to check out, if you're looking for some brand new fly cool t-shirts for the summer, check out 500carat.com. It's a new clothing brand uh, where uh, rich can be, you can be rich in the moment, according to the slogan. And if you uh, use the code 500debut, you get, uh, for any $10 uh, off any order of $40 or more, you get $10 off of any orders of $40 more. And um, it's my nephew's, uh, he's a um, a marketing major, and uh, it's his new clothing brand. So support all these young entrepreneurs out here. And, again, you can let um, – when you uh, go into the website, you can also say that you uh, heard it from 
yours truly, Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on That's Entertainment Online Radio. That will, that will do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs. Have a great week. Stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.